Hi, everybody. This is uh, It Came From New Jersey podcast. This is a new podcast that we're starting. My name is Pete. And my name is Bob. And uh, this is going to be a podcast about music that comes from New Jersey. So albums by bands from New Jersey. Um, Bob and I are both from New Jersey. We both love New Jersey. And uh, we want to talk about the music from New Jersey. It was a quick question for you, Pete. Um, yeah. And I mean, we'll get into introductions soon. Do you feel, it's twofold, do you feel that New Jersey has a bad rap? Yes, I do. I, I mean, I do too, but for some reason, the music scene from New Jersey does get a decent amount of respect just because so much has come out of here. Is that? Do you think that's accurate or do you think yeah. there's a slight on the New Jersey music scene? No, I think that's true. I think uh, people think we're trash, but they love our music. Now, the other side of this is, the, 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 the second of the two folds, is that we both have moved around quite a bit um, in our adult lives. Uh, have you found that in different places you go, there's, there's a shared dislike of New Jersey or maybe at the least a misunderstanding of what New Jersey's like? Yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, it's just a misunderstanding. You know, I mean, everybody that's ever met anyone from New Jersey likes them. Everyone gets along, you know, I mean, I'm being somewhat dramatic about all this, but it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's, that's what, uh, that's what we're here for. We got to have some flair. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But people think, people think Jersey people are cool. I think generally, but you know, everyone that's been to New Jersey flies into Newark and they think that that's, you know, the whole vibe. Oh, and if you fly into Newark and hit the turnpike and just see the oil refineries and the port of Newark with all the shipping containers, and, uh, you know, it used to have a, a more of a funk in North Jersey all around there. It used to be like the uh, the garbage dumps that they covered with landfill. Now, now it's been a while. So a lot of those the smell has subsided. But um, but yeah. So let me let me start by saying that I understand your misconceptions about New Jersey. Uh, and I encourage you to explore some of the further reaches of the state because it is a beautiful place. And that weird mix in the state of New Jersey, how big it is for a small state and how different different areas are, I think allows for there to be a very eclectic music scene. Do you think that's right? Yeah, sounds right to so, me. So Pete, uh, give me a little of your background. I mean, I, I we've literally known each other since we were children. <laughs> so um, not young children, but teenage children. Uh, so why don't, why, don't we give, why don't we start by telling the audience a little bit about ourselves? Yeah, so uh, I grew up in Monmouth County, um, basically left Monmouth County and moved to San Francisco as soon as I could when I was about 17. Um, spent some time in San Francisco, and then I moved around a lot. I was actually a Peace Corps volunteer. I was living in Eastern Europe, um, and then I came back to New York after that, lived in the city for about 10 years, and now I'm actually back in Monmouth County, and, uh, you know... It's, it's funny how growing up here, I really loved it, but for whatever reason, I, I couldn't wait to leave, you know? Um, I just wanted yeah. to see other places. I'd been to other places. I liked them a lot. I just felt like there was a lot of experience to be had. So I moved out and then, you know, ended up right back here and couldn't be happier to be here. So uh, that's kind of me and my relationship with New Jersey. But 
outside of that, you know, I was a musician for a long time. Um, that's not kind of my primary gig, but it's something I've always been involved with and, uh, you know, just love music and have like a stupid record collection that I don't really know what to do with anymore. But, yeah, uh, you, you do have a, a stupid is the right word for it, but it's it's a very large. It's a, stupid in terms of large, not in terms of uh, content. So. Uh, that's our. That's that's, yeah, that's <laughs> maybe funny, both. But yeah, definitely both. But um, you know, we'll get into that later, maybe. But um, yeah, yeah, that's the deal. So uh, for me, I moved to New Jersey as a uh, man normal uh, question mark 12 year old and uh you know due to some years of self-confinement and having no friends when i moved to ocean county new jersey this the county directly south of monmouth from pete um ended up getting into music meeting people who are into you know local music scene different kinds of punk hardcore music um but but from there you know i actually it enabled me to find a true love of music of all kinds. And uh, that's one of the things I'm most excited about having this podcast to discuss is all the different types of music that I enjoy. Uh, I think at 21, I moved to Southern California, lived there for a few years, went to school out there, worked for an independent record label while I was there, um, put out independent records, put on music festivals, put on lots of concerts, gigs, shows, whatever you want to call them. Um, of different types and moved back to the East Coast after college, uh, brief stay in San Antonio, Texas, and then uh, outside of Philly area before finally, much like Pete said, coming back and I currently live in Ocean County, New Jersey. Um, and I, I do really like it here. It's it's interesting. I'm not a, and also because we're this podcast is going to inevitably talk about New Jersey quite a bit. And, you know, we both are from New Jersey. I, I do love New Jersey. Uh, I'm not a, you know, wear a flag on my shoulder, Jersey proud type of person, but I'm also not that about really any of the places I've been. So, um, cool. so I think it gives good perspective and uh, I, I am really excited to do this podcast because um, of all the people I know, Pete is one of the ones with the most interesting musical histories as well as respect and, and enjoyment of different types of music. So I think it's going to be a kind of a fun ride. Uh, so Pete, you kind of hit me with this concept and I was stoked on it. Do you want to lay out the premise for everyone who's listening out there? Yeah. So the premise is basically, you know, um, I think there's a lot of interesting music that's come out of New Jersey. Like Bob said, you know, there's a really rich history of, you know, things that, um, have happened here and come out of, out of the state. Um, and when I was thinking about it, I just realized that there were so many different bands and albums that I've never really heard just because they were, you know, some of them were kind of on the periphery for me. Um, and you know, I may have meant to check it out and I just never did. Um, so that's one part of it is just to kind of fill in the, you know, gaps that I feel like I have personally, but at the same time, like, I feel like I've been, so deep in music for so long that I actually have lost perspective. Like I have a hard time actually, like when I listen to a thing, I don't really know if I like it or not because I, I only put it in the context of what it is, you know, like I'm looking for like where it came from. I'm looking for, you know, who was in the band who may have been in other bands. I'm looking for like all the context that surrounds it. And I'm, right, not really, yeah. I'm not really thinking about like, is this actually a good song? 
you know? So, so part, part of it for me is like kind of relearning how to listen to music. But the other part is like actually, you know, um, diving into some of my favorite records that came out of, you know, out of the state, but then also kind of figuring out any other records that I haven't heard that I'm, you know, I could potentially love, you know? So, uh, that's the deal. I think you identified something that I, I, and we'll do some, uh, this is, so everybody who's listening, you're clearly, this is an introduction episode to a new podcast. I actually like these because it's kind of like we're setting the table. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so somewhere on this table, uh, behind the utensils, but maybe next to the salt, is this idea that um, I do that too with music. And I think most people who listen to a lot of music have this tendency to want to understand it, put context to it, kind of figure out where it places in the grand scheme of things. And especially if it's more, you know, in a genre uh, per se, you're, you're trying to place it and say, okay, this is kind of like this and kind of like that. Uh, these are members from this and members from that. This is a band from this kind of world, from this kind of time, bah, 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 all this stuff. But there's two questions that I kind of want to see. And you tell me if you'd like this, Pete. Um, yeah. I want to ask ourselves, do we think this is good and, and a different question, do we like this? And I think those answers could be different for each of us. You know, there's a lot of records that are where the competency is, compl- you can't question it. And then the quality, like competency of the people in the band or, or the competency of the artist and how it sounds. Um, and we're going to be listening to a wide range of music. So everybody buckle up. Um and I think that's part of, is it good? I think also, is it good? Is, is it something that's, you know, is it the best? Is it, is it something that if someone was reaching for in the genre bucket and said, okay, you know what? I want a uh, 90s alt rock record. Could you hand them this artist's record that we're going to talk about and it be like, hey, this is a good example of this? Or is it middling? Is it like just okay? And then on the other side of it, and, and this is where I, I kind of feel it, do I like it? Like, is this something I'll listen to more? Is this something I really enjoy? Or was it more, was I going through it so clinically that I, I you know, before, before this exercise, I wasn't getting, I wasn't actually enjoying it. I'm just dissecting it. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I actually, I'm, I'm kind of anticipating re-listening to some of the records that I think that I like and just not liking them, you know? <sighs> I know. And it's like, there's a part of that that's dread, but, um, but it's, it's all going to be part of the journey, everybody. So, um, additionally with that, because I also think that context, it kind of matters. It's interesting. So, uh, I hope that between both of us, when we do these records, we'll try to give some context to it. We'll give some interesting facts, tidbits, that kind of thing. I think that's going to be really fun. Yeah. So just, Bob, just so we, you know, let everybody know kind of where we're coming from. I think we touched on it a little bit. Sure. But, you know, I think we should make full disclosure. You know, both of us come from uh, primarily growing up listening to punk and hardcore music. You know, like that's actually where we met. We were both involved in the scene, you know, like going to shows constantly, playing music constantly. Um, so, you know, that's part of it. But I think a good question just to kind of give a... Uh, give context to our tastes outside of that. So Bob, what was the first concert that you attended, the first album that you bought, and then the last thing you listened to? 
Oh, this is a great question. Okay. The first concert question is funny because when I was a kid, outside of like, they do this like, I don't know if it was a jazz on the river kind of fest in Albany. I think I went to a couple of those, but I I was young and that wasn't a concert I went to, but that was a music event that I was at uh, because my parents were there. After that, the first concert, quote unquote, that I went to were, were punk shows. You know, I, I went to a, a club in Roselle Park, New Jersey called The Cove, um, run by a very eccentric character named Jane Jubilee, who was part promoter. And I think she did a, a fantastic job in that role, uh, part self-promoter because her name was J- Jane Jubilee. And um, I won't. And I think she just did a good job running this really weird, you know, dive venue. And I, I say that lovingly. There's no no venue that meant more to me when I was 17 years old in that place, probably, um, or maybe even younger, 16. But that it also had these battle of the bands. So essentially, anybody with a band could could go get there. And as long as they brought friends, you know. It, it, it made it a place to go. So that was so interesting. So that was my first my first show was that. The first concert I went to after that was I, I went and saw Guar. Oh, wow. On a, yeah, I went to Birch Hill and saw Guar on a first date with some girl. Um, nice. Yeah. Were you, uh, you a Guar fan? She, she was a Guar fan, but <laughs> I think mostly in the, hey, want to go see this crazy thing happen kind of way. And I was like, yeah, sure. And she, I was like, where is it? And she's like, Birch Hill. And I'm like, oh, I've been there. All right, cool. Um, it led to a like uh, really awkward teen makeout session afterwards. Covered I blood. No, I didn't get any blood or anything on me just because I was like, yeah, I'm good on that. Um, because also I was on a date. I was like, I'm not trying to get like gross here. Yeah. Um, for sure. Maybe later, you know what I mean? Just not right now. So uh, that was my first concert slash shows. The first record I bought. Um, okay. Uh, the first. Or at least were, first one you remember, you know? Yeah, no, no. There, I, I do. I do totally remember it. It's. Um, so there were, there was an option. It was uh, MC Hammer, Too Legit to Quit. I think it was a single, but maybe was still like eight ninety nine or something, um, or a new kids on the block tape because my cousin grew up in South Boston and knew all those guys, um, but she had gotten autographs for some of our other family members, or maybe for her and maybe her brother. I don't remember the whole story, but I never got one, and I remember kind of thinking. Well, I'll get that for free at some point, so I don't need to spend money on that. So it was MC Hammer too legit to quit. Um, followed at some point, not too far after that, I got some sort of a Guns N' Roses tape. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the Guns N' Roses tape probably aged better. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Strawberries in Latham, New York. Uh, but I really didn't get into buying music much until I moved to New Jersey, and then that was like, that's something I, I think we, we will probably talk about as we go on, but that became such a ritual and such a, something that was so meaningful to me. So first concert, first record I bought, and then what was the last one? The, the last, last thing I listened to. to. Yeah. 
okay, let me pull up the streaming service du jour. I actually was listening to uh, the very last thing I listened to was uh, uh, Madonna True Blue. Right. <laughs> um, but before that was, um, oh man, there's a bunch of joke songs in here. Um, a record, record by the band from my town, Shore Style, get, by the band Get Real. Uh, the Joker by Steve Miller Band. Uh, I Love L.A. by Randy Newman. And um, then the uh, uh, band Embrace from Washington, D.C. So that, that's my last handful. Give yeah. me yours. All right. So um, first concert I remember vividly, actually, at least for a minute. Uh, my dad took me to see the band Yes, the prog rock. Oh, band. wow. Um, I'd never been to a concert. He was a huge fan. He was like, you know, he knew that I liked music and he was like, you know, I'm going to blow your mind. So, um, yes, played at the, um, I guess it's now it's the PNC bank art center. And, uh, he got us 10th row tickets, I believe. Oh, wow. And I was awake for, I think half of the first song. Cause it was like a 15 minute song. And he was so bummed because I just fell immediately to sleep, you know? Um, and then apparently <laughs> proceeded to sleep through the entire show. But um, that was, I think, in 94. Um, so I was about 10 years old. Um, that was cool. You know, I don't really remember all that much about it. But at the same time, I am a huge prog rock fan now. So it obviously had its impact. Um, yeah, I, I think that's such an... It's the kind of show that you wish you could have gone, hey, this is so cool, Dad. Right, but I'm gonna I'm gonna need twelve to fifteen years before I appreciate this. So sure. why don't we why don't we put these tickets on hold, my friend? <laughs> yeah, I don't really know like that many ten year old yes fans, you know. But at this, I don't know that many twenty year old yes fans, but well, I certainly good. know a lot of thirty year old ones. So yeah, <laughs> fair enough. But do you know anybody that likes the 1994 album Talk? Because I do not, you know, and that's no, no. (laughs) And there's there's that tour. So okay, so Yes was the first concert. Yes was the first concert. The first um, first thing I bought, I actually, I I can't remember which was first. And this is honestly, this is going to come off as like some attempt to get cred or something. It's honestly not. I just don't remember. Um, It was either the Ace of Base tape, the sign. Or Fantastic. it was the Dead Milkman, Big Lizard in My Backyard tape. <laughs> so, so see, both of those feel better than mine. Uh, but I don't know which one I like more. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I think I like the Dead Milkman more. But again, like maybe it's just because it, like that's like children's music and it still sounds like <laughs> children's music. And, you know, like. Maybe I just like it because, you know, it, yeah. it, it brings back memories. But, you know, the, the root of both of those actually, then the reason I can't really distinguish is because um, I had two cousins, um, uh, one older, one younger. And I was friends with the younger one because he was my age. Um, and his older brother, my other cousin, um, was kind of like, I think he was maybe eight years older than us. Yeah, We both kind of looked up to him and, you know, my younger cousin, the one that I was friends with was really into Ace of Base. So he made me want to get the Ace of Base tape. But then my older cousin, his older brother was really into like cooler shit that neither of us really had access to. And I remember 
we were like sitting outside his door one time listening to what he was listening to. And, you know, it, it happened to be the dead milkman. So we went and uh, got some tapes and I think I got both of them around the same time. I just don't remember which is first. I mean, yeah, I think if I did a track by track on Ace of Base versus that dead milkman record, I might end up with Ace of Base, but the dead milkman record is a fun one. That's a really fun record. The Ace of Base record, man, I believe (laughs) tracks, man. It's really good. Um, I think it that kind of predated my interest in like underground music, but I remember how much I liked those Ace of Base songs <laughs> in a really funny way. Um, so my question for you to be weirdly regional, where did you buy those uh, records, you know, CDs, whatever? Um, it was in Shrewsbury, New Jersey. And it was, the is it the wall. place on the corner of, Oh, the wall. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember, and so it, it did come from New Jersey, so we're going to get really regional. Do you remember the record store, CD store, um, that was across from the Monmouth Mall? Yeah. Um, I don't that... remember the name of it, though. Compact Discontate. There was like Compact Discontate yeah. World. It might have been, yeah, it was World. Yeah, Compact Discontate. Yes, that's right. Was that it was just this. I just remember upon moving into New Jersey, it was a couple years until I got into more the punk and hardcore thing but i remember going there and just being like both overwhelmed and excited at how much music they had um all right and let's let's get that's gonna i'll put a pin in that but what is the last thing you listen to so last thing i listened to i'm actually pulling up my spotify now too um i listened to the band called sparkle horse um the album it's a wonderful life um and he was like, it was like indie, indie stuff from the late nineties, early two thousands. And I think, I think the guy overdosed in like the mid two thousands, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Really sad stuff, but, uh, really, really good. I think he actually collaborated with David Lynch on music a lot towards oh, wow. the end of his life. Um, and then I listened to Colin Newman, who is the lead singer of Wire, Wire. Yep. Um, his solo stuff. And then I listened to a few Genesis albums after that. So. Genesis is great. Uh, the song And Jury by Colin Newman is like an incredible song. I have a, a good friend who turned me on to Colin Newman. Who, yeah, he, he, oh, it's, it's fantastic. Um, he, he actually is interesting because Wire doesn't really do much for him, but the Colin Newman thing is almost something that he uh, – I'll give him credit as being almost a paper boy with that. He's trying to throw it on everyone's lawn and, and it is quite good. It's really like just interesting music that is both like almost like unbelievably catchy at points. And then at other points, very angular and almost ugly. So um, yeah. it's, it's really cool music to, to, to dig into. For sure. I'm digging it hard. So, you know, my pin was going to be to ask, what do you think drew you to music and like, why is it something that has stuck with you so much in your life? Not just like, there's a side of you that is a musician, which I think is, you know, we'll probably talk about here and there uh, pretty regularly, but, um, but just also as being a big fan of music, you know, like throughout the 20 ish years that we've known each other more than 20, actually, damn. Um, (laughs) Wow. Uh, We're getting older. Yes, yes, faster. Yeah. Um, 
you've always there was never a time where where I was where in in my actual familiarity with knowing you, it's you were like ah nah man I'm burnt out on music, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, it might be you might have swung around and gotten more into something else or this type of thing, but you were always really into music. So where did that come from? I don't know. I mean, I think I I have to think it was just my my parents were huge music fans and it was always on in the house and um they're really opinionated you know i remember my dad like like really strongly disliking neil young and i like love neil young now so i never never really got it you know um but i i don't know but there was always talk about music my dad was always like singing in the car it was always kind of like this cathartic escape thing you know it was like it was like let's let's not talk and just turn this music up and like, just like, just like be fucking silent for five minutes, you know? So, um, <laughs> yo, I wonder if that was a parent tool in addition to just being something that he was passionate about. I think it, yeah, it definitely was. It definitely was, but you know, um, well, so that, that to me is a great way of putting it. It's, uh, you know, I, I assume that my interest in music came from uh, my father was very into music. My, my mom liked music a lot, but in a different way. And um, and I remember different times and I, I don't really talk about this that much, but I remember different times being with my father and he'd be listening to something. And I, maybe I was paying attention. Maybe I wasn't. Um, but he would be like, hey, listen to this part. Listen to what's happening here. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? And it wasn't like he was trying to, like, school me on something or like you know, you need to pay more time. Nothing like that. It was just that that's what he was listening for. And, um, and he just wanted to share that with me. And I always thought that was so cool because it never felt like it was put upon me, but it was this something that he wanted to share, which I think is cool. And I, I, you know, jokes aside, I'm sure that that came from your parents as well. So, um, yeah, that's actually interesting. My dad did exactly the same thing for like, weird shit that I really actually dislike, like Pat Metheny and stuff, you know, like he would like, like all this like weird, like jazzy stuff that I'm really, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, but he would be listening for, you know, these instruments that were like, like way down in the mix. And for, for whatever reason, like he like picked up on that, you know? So yeah, yeah it's interesting. Interesting so, people like, you know, like absorb music, I think. So. Well, yeah. yeah and that's the part, uh, you know, like I was going to pivot and start going, kind of like some of the you know not one yeah the 101 of of what we hope for this this podcast and and you know kind of what you the listener might be able to expect but but i think that's part of my idea of this is that different people have different ears and you look for different things you appreciate different things you notice different things you enjoy different things um and to go along with what what we were saying earlier about is this good and is this something I like being two different things? Um, we're, we're not really here to put a lot of negativity in the world. We are here to listen to all types of different records, including stuff we've never heard, you know, and I'll let you get into that. But also we're, we're trying to keep things on a positive, even if it's something that personally we don't enjoy while at the same time, having an open and honest conversation about it and not being afraid to speak our minds and and give our opinions on it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the idea is, you know, I, I don't want to, and I'm, I know that, you know, Bob, you don't want to either. Like 
none of this is about talking shit on anything that we, you know, dislike or like dragging anything through the mud. It's really just about, you know, exploring different music that we may be familiar with or might not be familiar with, you know, it's just about kind of broadening the palette and also, you know, hopefully getting everyone that's listening into some new things or, you know, even if you're not into it, kind of giving you the, t- the context around it. So, you know, I think we, we're not only are we going to be talking about, you know, our thoughts on the albums that we're listening to, but also, you know, like where it fits into New Jersey history, where it fits into, you know, like which scenes in New Jersey it came out of, um, you know, who may have been associated with those albums or those songs. Um, so, you know, it's, it's about getting, you know, deeper than just like two thumbs up, you know, like we're not interested in that, you know? So yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the vibe we're looking for. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so, I mean, uh, one of the things that really drew me to this is that regardless of how into music you are, how extensive your, uh, your record collection is or how much you've heard, there's almost always blind spots, things you missed. Um, and I thought that was one of the first ideas that you mentioned to me about this was, Hey, let's, let's, let's listen to records that are very popular that for whatever reasons we either haven't heard at all or just haven't really listened to. So I think that's a fantastic concept. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've never listened to a Southside Johnny album. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I've never listened to a My Bloody Val or uh, sorry, not My Bloody Valentine. My, my, my Chemical Romance. Romance yeah, we're, we're yeah. both much more familiar with My Bloody Valentine than My Chemical Romance. <laughs> and and to someone who might be hearing this, that might sound heretical. Um, and to many who might be hearing this, that might sound like, well, of course. But what what we're going to give you the, uh, you know, the pork roll, egg and cheese, or uh, Taylor ham or whatever your, your, your preferences, their stamp of approval is that we're going to give it a fair shake. Um, so that's kind of, I mean, what else do you think uh, planning to have some guests, which I think I, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. I think, um, you know, the idea is, I think there are a lot of local guys that I think we can, you know, probably have come on and talk about music, but it's not just about, you know, getting people who are actually involved in, the music itself. Um, I'm also interested in talking to people who may have just been around at the time, you know, like, like I think about certain things where, you know, Bruce Springsteen born in the USA, just to take the most obvious example. Sure. Like, you know, apparently you couldn't walk down the street without people giving you shit about like how great the new Bruce Springsteen album was, you know, like you had to be a Springsteen fan. Otherwise you were like, you know, not allowed in the, in the New Jersey club, you know? And I think yeah, yeah. Like, you, you weren't like, being, they, they checked your ID at the, the Wawa entrance. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, whereas like, I like Bruce Springsteen now, you know, like I remember growing up here and being kind of alienated by how, how much everyone liked him, but I definitely right. wasn't around in the eighties where I feel like it must've been like almost oppressive, you know? So I'm interested in just talking to people who may have been around at the time who were fans or who like weren't fans, you know? So I think we're yeah. going to get some people in who like add interesting perspectives to it. It's not just about, you know, super fans. It's about, or, or again, people who are involved, it's about, you know, just getting different different perspectives on this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know that's that's such a cool part about perspectives. Um, 
passion for is certainly a, a perspective. Proximity to is certainly a perspective. But also people who are, you know, on the other side of the fence from it is is really interesting to hear about. And that's that's one of the beauties of music is that it creates this cool conversation. And um, if, if you want me to get real dorm room or meta here, the part that I appreciate about music is it's a really for something that is quite intangible it's a re- really reachable art form that enables people to have opinions on it that said i also feel there's a lot of time where people don't feel comfortable or don't feel like they have the words or don't feel like they have the you know background or etc to talk about music and that makes me really sad because i think people should be able to express themselves and talk about the things they like and don't like about about art but specifically this type of art music and feel comfortable and and realize how much that's like an enriching experience um all right so i I shut the door to the dorm room uh but but to back it out i really um the feelings on bruce springsteen are 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 great because i remember i must have been in my mid-20s and a 19 year old friend of mine reached out to me kind of like out of the blue it was like hey like what's up man he's like i gotta ask you something do you do you really like bruce springsteen i'm like yeah man like i really like born to run um nebraska some stuff you know there's some cool stuff there's a lot i don't like i I love all the hits but you know what's what's up he's like i i think i think i like it but then i listen to the music and i don't think i like it (laughs) And and I felt I think they were just like us from the Jersey Shore, and he felt very conflicted. So uh, a big shout out to my buddy Matt on that because it was a it was a conversation that you know we had had many conversations before and since that one, but that was one that just sticks in my head as funny, um, and the kind of thing that I hope we can kind of dive into different things about this. Absolutely, um, there will be plenty of Bruce talk, I'm sure. You know, yes. It's so. So what else, what else do we got to get out on the table here? Is there any other stuff so that I, you think? Yeah. So at this point, I think it's just about, you know, establishing like, what are we going to cover first? Um, do we, right. do we, do we take something super obvious? Do we take something super niche? I mean, like, where do we want to start? My feeling is we go bigger than smaller, but we, we give it like, we probably understand who our core demo is on this show. Um, so I think we pick something that's bigger than that but not like a, a we're not going to give a, a minuscule particle because if this is reaching people who, who are outside that sphere, I want to give them something that's palatable. Yeah. Um, so we can get into, you know, the, the human remains demo later on down the line. Um, <laughs> but, um, but for now there's a few that I have bouncing around my head, but what do you think? I, I definitely agree that we start bigger. Um, I actually don't have any ideas. So I think, you know, what do you think? <laughs> okay. Um, how about we do it like this? Man. So, so on the list, cause you, you gave a nice list and I, I kind of want to do this. Um, screaming females all at once saves the day through being cool. Yola tango. Yeah, and then nothing turned itself inside out. Cause what you're mentioning, I still think of as somewhat niche. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that is. I don't but think I'm thinking we're big. Do you want to do Gaslight Anthem? Maybe we do Gaslight Anthem. 
Okay. Is that like that's kind of super big? And I actually have never listened to a Gaslight Anthem song that I'm aware of. I think I explained this as well. Um, I I said if somebody actually asked me, "Have you heard Gaslight Anthem?" My answer would be, "No, not really." But I think I've heard them in snippets the way you hear it something when you turn on the radio and it's like playing the Stone Pony this weekend. It's a special Gaslight Anthem acoustic show and they play 15 seconds of a song. Um, All right. So let's do Gaslight Anthem, the 59 sound, because I think that's big enough that it's a broad range. Um, I think we won't lose the people who are here from our backgrounds. Yeah. Um, and if you do, well, you know, there's the door. Uh, but um, but I've also never heard it. So we're going to give it a deep listen um, and kind of and, and see where that takes us. I'm excited to go on this voyage. Knowing not much about Gaslight Anthem, the thing I've heard is that it's like uh, New Brunswick, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Okay. Basically the vibe I'm aware of. I know they opened for many bands that I know and have since uh, ascended to, uh, you know, arena level (laughs) at points. Um, But these were guys who, from all I've been told, are are real sweethearts and have an appreciation still for underground music and certainly local music. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And I know, I I think the, the lead singer, guitar player, I don't recall his name off the top of my head, but I think he's on, you know, pretty big solo tour even at the time so not only is the band big but you know the individual members are doing their own things true all right that's a cool spot to start i'm excited for that um so so our our conversation can be added to by yours um anybody who's listening out there you know give this record a listen whether you've heard it or not and uh maybe we'll try to figure out a way to um get your comments on the episode afterwards. Cause this is the first episode. It's not like we have anything necessarily set up unless you know, things that I don't know. No. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. So, up. so we don't have anything set up yet. So you'll hear this and then you'll hear that we're doing uh, this record. Gaslight Anthem 59 sound. Um, for those of you out there like scoffing and guffawing that we haven't heard this record, I apologize, but uh, you know, what can we say? There's a lot of music out there to listen to. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to hear it now. So. We might have a different perspective than you, so, you know, listen in. Exactly. We'll have a conversation. Um, that's what it's all about. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. All right. Anything else before we get going? I think that's it. I'm excited to get started. So let's, uh, let's get on to the next episode. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>